Whole squad is in the building, ready to commit some felonies. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <You know, laughs> Bobby in the building today, man. We're gonna get into these topics. We talk about will the Bears be the most improved team next season? Adam Rank predicts the Bears to go 12 and five, and it's Tyler Scott coming for somebody's spot. We're gonna get into all and more right after this. You are now tuned into Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Hey, fellas, man. How y'all weekend going, bro? I know Bobby been over here traveling all across the United States of America. C-Dub had an emotional-ass weekend, man. How you fellas doing, bro? Man, I'm great, man. Now I can finally just sit back and breathe and rest and get back to this content, baby. Let's go. It was good seeing my baby sister walk across stage. Now she's on to the next. It's good. I'm good now, though. Ready to roll. Bro. Yeah, that's what's up. That's so let's get into it, man. The question of the day to start off the show. Will the Chicago Bears be the most improved team in the NFL next season? What do you guys think? Oh, that's just easy. And you know, you come to me, I'm gonna say hell yeah, bro. And then I'll look at the landscape of the NFL. Who who you think can be the most improved team when you look at a Green Bay? No. You look at some other teams, New Orleans Saints, they predicted to be uh pretty good this season, better team. I don't think so. I think it's the Chicago Bears overall. They got a whole different team. They got a new culture, and they got a new thrive to go ahead and be uh, a competing team. I'm going to be nice and gentle and say a competing team. So I think it is the Chicago Bears, not by a long shot, but it's the Chicago Bears going to be the most improved team this season. For three, but but it could be easy. Only in one, three games last season. Facts. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> fair. I definitely think we're going to be in that conversation. I, I honestly think that we got a strong chance of being, you know, one of the most improved teams because the Bears, bro, we won three games. We was at the bottom of the league last year. And if you're looking at some of the teams that's you know, that were ahead of them in the standings, the Texans, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Titans, you know, the Panthers, the Bucks. So I think the, the, the uh, Bears can definitely leapfrog some of those teams and definitely be in contention to you know, either win a division or earn themselves a playoff spot. Plus, everything on paper looks great. I always say it, though. We got to put it on wax. But I do but I do think that with Justin Fields getting into another year of the system and then also getting additional help and, you know, the defensive spots, the linebacker core improving, you know, adding more to the cornerback and then, you know, trying to fix up that D-line and O-line, oh, the hype is real for sure. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, the way I look at it is this, and I try to be objective because I am I'm a lifelong Bears fan, and I can get blind a little bit by my fandom. Not gonna lie, but and even if just being objective, look at how many close games the Bears won last season by one score or less. Just that mm-hmm. alone, we know we've improved on that. Then the, to Bobby's point of of the improvement in Justin Fields year after year, right? The fact that not only we had we had first year coordinators as well who are going to take we have so much room for improvement on what this roster already had and then Ryan Post still added a tons a tons of talent to this team yeah. you got hungry rookies and Javon Dexter Tyreek Stevenson Tyler Scott who we're going to talk a little bit later who's going to come in and Darnell Wright as well like who's going to come in and try to impress show that they deserve starting positions there's a there's so much room to think and reasons to think that this Bears team is going to be the most improved team in the NFL. You're talking about a team that won three games. I, listen, we're going to talk about Adam Rank, who thinks we're going to win 12, who that's nine more games over what we won last season. But even outside of that, even outside the win-loss record, 
The right. football on the field is going to be where I think we're going to be the most improved team for sure as well because we just got to protect our quarterback. What you thinking over there, C-Dub? I just think uh, it's just going to be it's going to be so fulfilling to see a Bears team that's going to compete every game. And I, I I just think a lot of people just hating on the on the Bears because they because they bring these questions up in some other other shows and stuff. And they were like, mm, I don't see it. Where, where do you see it? I don't see it. Little nerd stuff. Like you, okay, that's fair. But let's just put it you on said the little field. nerd stuff. That is all right. Yeah, little, little nerd stuff. But we 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 gonna put it on the field. That's it. You see, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a fan all the way. It just glows out. It's gonna. No, I feel. I feel you. I'm and ratty. And then to the point too, like. Well, something that we haven't talked about that honestly should have been on the list is that we got two of the top 10 ranked uh, linebackers on this team, bro. Two yes. Of them. Yes. And then sir. Jermaine Edmonds, feel everything we've heard from OTA so far, he's come in and immediately took over the leadership position of that defense. Immediately. Immediately. And the um, greatest and so, part about that is he's young. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, 25, 26 years old? Like, yep. so still tons of, tons of, of his career left ahead of him. And he's already talking about how he feels like this system is going to fit him, how he thinks he's going to thrive here. Listen, bro, like the middle linebacker is one of the most important positions oh, in, on the Chicago Bears team in football in general. But just you know what it means to have a Bears middle linebacker that is also the leader of the defense. And I'm telling y'all, man, y'all watch out. We're going to be the monsters of the midway on the defense. I've been saying that mm. I'm hoping we're going to be. I'm putting it on wax. The Chicago Bears will be a terror on defense, and we putting motherfucking offenses on their asses next season. I'm putting and it on wax. There you go. There you go. And I'm with you, bro. And I think that something I said on the mailbag episode that I think is still, you know, uh, that needs to be considered is that for the first time in a long time, it seemed like the Bears are going with the times. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We always had the great defense, but lacked the offense. But now I think that the offense with the additions, the Bears are now living in the modern NFL to where it's a passing league. So they got two, you know, two receiving tight ends and they got all these wide receivers that should be, you know, you know, good for Justin Fields. And then the running backfield is also up to par as well. We still got to see what the offensive line looks like, but they did attack it at least to try to improve. So I think the Bears, are they on their way. Really quick, I want to say that Tremaine Edmonds is a giant. He looked like he's fucking seven feet tall, but he, I know he's six foot five or something. Like He looks extremely tall. The area that he's going to cover is going to be unbelievable. He's always been a great coverage linebacker. TJ Edwards it has all – he's just a tackling machine. I just want to ask y'all a quick question. Can Zach Sanborn at least – Getting like the top twenty-five linebackers. If he play, if he if he plays when Roquan Smith left, if he plays up to that level or a little bit better, can he get like a top twenty-five? I don't want to discount my kid. That's my boy. <laughs> bro, I, you know, you you know, I gotta be real with you, bro. And and why? Yeah, keep it, keep it up. Jack, Jack Sanborn is gonna is potentially gonna have a big season. When you look at just the improvements on the interior defensive line, him coming from the outside as the linebacker position, walking with two linebackers who are both really good in coverage, another one in TJ Edwards, who's also good at getting to the cornerback as a linebacker. He's set up to have a big season for the Bears. But I tell you what, he got a, he got a rookie behind him in Noah Sewell. Yeah. That I, I, bro, I just every time I see this kid, I'm just like, hey man, I love Jackson. And either way, they're both gonna be part of the rotation. But I just. I just know he's younger, and I just I look at Noah Sewell and I say, man, hey, listen, I don't know if it's gonna happen this season, bro, but that man is prime, bro. You, he got a level of intensity 
just in his eye. He walk around right. looking like he already ready to slap somebody, mom. <laughs> Bring your big head down to bro hey. barbecue. <laughs> hey man, a lot of people count Zach. Sa- I ain't saying you count Zach Sanborn out, Jerry. Jack. Yeah. But a lot. That's why I said Jack Sanborn. A lot of people count Jack Sanborn out, including his spot where he was got. He was undrafted, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is gonna be another challenge, and every challenge that he faced. I think he met and he and he conquered that task. So I'm not gonna count my son out. That's my boy. You Come on, Jack. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I'm, you shouldn't. Let me be clear. You absolutely shouldn't, because Jack Sanborn, Thanks. even just going through what he went through, and the fact of the matter is, we we got some stuff on wax from him, right? Yes. He was he led the NFL in tackles the time that he was a starter. You yep. can't overlook that level of production, bro. Yes. Yep. So absolutely, absolutely. He definitely gonna. He. I think he. I think he gonna get the nod, but. He got to show up, but I do think he will answer the call for sure. For sure. Wow. Debate sure. sure. about talent on the team feels good. It's I just good. looked yep. it up because I just, because like you, I'm like, oh, not Tremaine Edmonds hype, but I'm like, that dude's arms look long as hell. Anybody want to guess Tremaine <laughs> Edmonds' wingspan? Uh, I'm going to guess. Feet. Seven five. Seven two. At Ooh. six four? Bro, his his wingspan is almost a foot longer than his height. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no wonder he's so good in coverage, bro. Yeah, and that's it, crazy. And they said his hands were measured at 10 and a half inches. Do you know how big it is to have your hands from, from finger to finger to be 10 and a half inches? Bro, that's crazy, bro. bro. He's a bro, bear for real. He's a fucking grizzly bear hey, for man, real. That's crazy, bro. bro. Listen, don't let Tremaine Edmonds smack you, bro. Between the arm yeah, and the hand size, bro, you're done for. Don't let him smack nobody. It's done for, bro. That's what's <laughs> up, though. But for with, real. with that said, man, we really hype about the Bears' chances to be the most improved team in the season next year, but Adam Rank recently put it on wax saying that the Bears are going to go 12 and 5 next season. Now, he's a huge Bears fan. Objectivity be damned. He is a Bears fan. <laughs> so take that what you will for it. What do you guys think about that prediction? That is one of the more up there predictions that we've heard for the Bears so far. Okay, let me just start it off with saying this is objective as I could be. He was rational in all of his picks. He picked a lot of pick uh the road games for us to lose. Um, he man, he he picked us sweeping the Green Bay, which is great. Oh. Uh, uh, I I just like his picks. I had uh, the team going eleven wins this season, but I could see where he coming from with them twelve. I'm riding with my man. And shout out the sick podcast, Adam Rank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was more I was a bit more conservative because I still want to see what what happens on the field. I do still think that the Chicago Bears. I think they might have this emotional week one win, and then there might be a bit of a slide going into like week three, I think when they play Kansas City in week three or four. So it's still going to be some challenges. But I, I, as we just said it early on, Hayes, you just said it, we lost a lot of games by one-score games or bonehead plays, muff punts, or, you know, the young Pops kid Jones. getting a, get, yep, getting the ball snatched out of his hands when he should have ran out of bounds. So it was a lot of stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? And you already know when teams come in and they play hard, they give themselves a chance. And I think that with this improved team, Chicago fans, they're going to be loud. And I think that we we get back to having one of the best, uh, one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL, especially because it's so damn small, too. So, <laughs> ain't no choice. <laughs> like, the sound just stays down in it Soldier Field. It's so weird, bro, because you it would is. think, it, like, it, it doesn't have a dome. You would think that sound, would just it just feels like it just stays in the stadium. Like, there's a yep. force field that's like, we finna kill your eardrums every <laughs> no, single no, time that you come in here. Let's go. Uh, 
yeah, it's crazy. And it, I guess that's the advantage for us too. And hopefully, let's hope that we don't start off the season with one of the a terrible grass again. I think they got that under underway. Yeah, Kevin fixed. Warren oh, ain't gonna let God. that happen on his watch, bro. He Come gonna on let now, that happen. Bro. Uh, you gotta get but, that right. So I like I, I get it that it's and I understood the way that he laid it out. It was just like, you know what? I can't really poke no holes in this logic, but I still need to see it, right? That's the biggest thing with me is I need to see it. And we haven't really gotten to see. The last thing that we saw is our quarterback was out because he got hurt. Like, that's the last thing that we yep. saw, right? Yeah. So we need to keep our quarter. And I, that's the biggest thing for me. I think, like I said, I still think it's going to be this progression. But once Justin Fields realizes, oh, I'm not going to be put on my ass if I take longer than five seconds to look at the field, it's going to be a different level of poise from him. And I think we're going to see that confidence build. And I think by the end of the season, all those people like, Justin Fields is a running back. I can't wait to tell you, bitch ass. Oh, my God. That's so disrespectful. I can't wait. Bro, like, like, bro, like that, that shit is so disrespectful and ridiculous to me. That Oh, he's a he's a. He's a running back. No, motherfucker. He's a he's a quarterback that had a run for his goddamn life. Yeah, bro. Like, that's what it is, man. Calm the hell down on my quarterback, bro. Uh, but I I really do think that regardless of win loss, man, I, I would love to, if the Bears win twelve games. Hell, if they win over ten games, bro. bro. You can't tell me shit. I'm gonna act like we won the Super Bowl. I'm just gonna let, let y'all know. Y'all be like. This dude Hayes acting like we thirteen and zero, and we really like nine and three. Don't worry about it, bro. Don't don't listen. Judge judge your one legged auntie. Don't judge me. That's all I got to say. Don't, don't come in here judging me, bro. I know how long I've been waiting for this, bro. Like, come on, man, come on now, hey man. And 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 this all starts with your captain of the team, Justin Fields, and you have to love what you've been seeing from Justin in this offseason. You've seen all uh, facets of leadership from Justin Fields. You see him donate off the field, donating to the Special Olympics the other day, uh, going to the OTA, uh, 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 being the leader for the – getting a rapport with all the receivers, taking them to the uh, Bulls game as soon as they flew in. I, I guess I think they got off the plane and they went straight to the Bulls game. This guy's a leaders. This is a, one of a special leader. Leaders don't win. They, they just lose. I mean, wait. The <laughs> leaders don't lose; they just win. <laughs> we like, hold yeah, on, what? <laughs> you been but drinking yeah. that yak early, bro? You had some yak with your orange juice, bro? Yeah, too I, had, early. I had a little some, some. I had a little some, some. Oh, for real. My bad, but, y'all. I be tweaking, y'all know me. But yeah, man, it can't. I can't give enough credit to Justin Fields, bro, because you already know DJ Moore. Who's, who's gonna be your de facto number one came in and was like, man, Justin Fields, he met me and my family at the airport and took us out that's to dinner, crazy. doing things like that. So with a guy that's that young, but still taking on the responsibility. And then if we're looking at, it is clips, we already know highlight clips, don't they, they're not designed to make things look bad. They're designed to make everything look good, no matter how it really is, you know, off of camera. But you could definitely tell that he tightened up, you know, that throw. You could tell that he been working yes. and it's been reported that he been working. So I'm happy for him, man. Let's let's just put it on wax. Yes. I got a lot of faith in this kid. This kid is going to be great. That kid. Oh, you and me both, bro. Like, Justin Fields is just, like, he, the leadership, right, bro? Like, like mm -hmm. and say what you will about Jay Cutler was not a leader. Brandon Marshall then came no. out and uh, he yep. exposed all that. J Jay Cutler was never a leader. Like, he just, he was a good quarterback. He yes. wasn't a great one, but he mm -hmm. wasn't a leader. Mitch Trubinsky was too confused about life to ever really lead in. <laughs> so just, Justin Fields having that leadership quality, that it factors as far as that. Like, almost everything else that you need to see from Justin Fields, you've seen it in glimpses. We need to see it all come together and the passing, right? That's the main right. thing that we need to see. And as those things start coming together, man, listen, we the sky's the limit, bro. The sky's really the limit, man. And I, um, I, I feel... I feel the most positive about this team on both sides of the ball that I probably have ever had, bro. Like, 
Bro, like, and that, and I share yeah, that. Agree. I share that sentiment. Absolutely. I'm just agree. Especially when you hear like uh the coaching staff, they getting players from you know different sides of the ball to spend time with each other and chop it up so they can get you know acquainted with one another. And I, we already seen it in plenty of times in, in NFL and in other sports. Once that camaraderie is going and everybody feeling good and that culture is built, you you get something special out of that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a fact. Start that's a fact. Top, culture is important, man. It definitely is important. Now, moving into the last topic, Tyler Scott, bro. This dude has done nothing but impress at OTAs. Former Bears coach Dave Weinstead came out and just said, you got to get this guy the football. But not even just that. Everything has been like there's been a lot made about DJ Moore and Justin Fields working on the chemistry, and that's important. The quarterback mm -hmm. and his number one wide receiver is hugely important. But when you look at Tyler Scott and what has been said about him so far coming out of OTAs, I'm presenting this question. Is he coming for somebody's spot? Of Go course ahead. he is. He is a competitor. <laughs> this is the NFL, bro. Good alley-oop. Uh, look, I don't want to name names, but Darnell Mooney, the people that's from the old regime, regime <laughs> the people that's from the old regime, that's not a piece from Ryan Pose, bro. I, I'm not saying that you in trouble right now, Darnell Mooney, but you better be getting in this, in this season and better be, uh, you better be producing, bro. It's other players and other uh, sides of the ball. Jalen Johnson, you better produce. That's a young guy behind you. Darnell Mooney, you better produce. That's young guys behind you. People like that, you better – because this guy, Tyler Scott, he can run. He can. I know uh, some people saying he dropped the ball, dropped a couple passes. He did drop a couple. He, he mm -hmm. dropped a couple passes and stuff like that. He's a young guy, but he can, he can get it together. But y'all better get, get to producing this season. Your, your ass is grass. I'm telling you. I think that I think that's something that the uh the coaching staff has has shown since they've been here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we're gonna put the best play on that. We don't care who your name is, we don't care what you've done in the past, we care about what you're doing right now and how you can help this team moving forward. So that's where they deserve a lot of credit. But when it comes to Tyler Scott, I do absolutely think he's up in there trying to earn his spot. Yes. I think one of the first people that he can go ahead and you know replace could be it could be a Vegas Jones, you know, in the kick and punt return game, and then no, if they if they saying this man got the speed, the athleticism, hey, ain't no telling what he can do as the number three or four wide receiver, especially if he's a guy that you can just move around and be like, hey, go make a play. We're going to give you the ball in space. Go make a play. So I think hey, he coming. He coming. So I think I think that's the good thing about what we've been hearing about this team is that we hear competition. We hear competition. It's good to talk about good competition and then have some trust in your coaching staff and your front office to put the best players out there. Hey, can I and say this before you go? Uh, forget that 40 time, Joe. That 40 time was bullshit. He faster with, with, with pass on. Exactly. That's all I want to put in. And you do have to do it. Like, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was it Darnell Mooney's 40 time? Wasn't We had a wide receiver whose 40 time wasn't the best, but they was quick as shit when they got on the field. It was recently. But, like, 40 time isn't everything. It, it, like, mm -hmm. it is. It gives you a nice base, but, like, you got to test them with pads on this completely different story. Um, yeah. But the thing that I, that I was going to say is that I love – the one thing I love about this new regime and this coaching staff is they it's, – it's all about performance. Nobody comes in with any preconceived notions. It's all about how you perform now. And while, you know, Darnell Mooney has not been in OTAs yet, the fact of the matter is this. If Tyler Scott continues to impress these this coaching staff, they're going to find a way to get him in the game. And that's not a slight to anybody else. That's just period. If he continues to impress, anything else be damned, he's going to get an opportunity to show it in-game. And that's one thing that I love. It doesn't matter if you're a rookie. It doesn't matter if you're a second-year player. Hell, it doesn't matter if you're on a team and disappointed on a team. You're going to get Nikhil Harry. He got an opportunity. He couldn't stay healthy, but he got an opportunity. He's not here no more, but it is what it is. Tyler Scott. 
here's what I'll say. It's like this this is it. To C Dub's point, they didn't draft Darnell Mooney. We have a propensity and we love Darnell Mooney, and we should. Darnell Mooney's had some great games as a Chicago Bear. But at the the fact of the matter is, this this regime has has had this this team for one season. And what do they see from Darnell Mooney in that one season? Mm, me. And when you have a rookie who's going to get paid considerably less, it would be different if Darnell Mooney was still on a rookie-scale deal. He's about to be in line for an extension. I'm not saying he's not going to get an extension. If he comes in and does his thing, he's going to get his extension. But when you have a rookie, again, you got dogs behind you that are ready to take your spot. You got to watch out. I didn't even know my camera froze. That's how good my point is. I was going to let your point go and then tell you. Y'all go ahead and take it. I'm going to fix it. Yeah, but I was just I was just on the you know on the point is that these guys got to show up and that's just what it really is. Hayes mentioned that you know what I'm saying he wasn't a part of the regime that these guys drafted, so you always got to be a bit wa- uh, wary about that. You know what I'm saying, especially when these guys are trying to build something new. I think he will. Me personally, I think he will step up, and I think that he will be able to solidify his spot because you know what I'm saying we see him at his best next to Allen Robinson when he was able to move around work inside the slot now he gets the opportunity to go back to where he's comfortable at and hey he sent a warning he said he out here for the disrespect I'm about, people, I'm about so I'm to send a warning too I'm definitely about to send a warning hold on real quick because this motherfucker uh, hold on Diedrich, yo dumb, retarded, limp dick ass nigga. First of all, bro, you be in every motherfucking Chicago Bulls thing talking bad about our teams. Let me get your life together, bro, because your mama clearly didn't whoop you where she could. Keep talking, keep coming in these motherfucking chats talking bad about our squads, bro. If you're not a fan of the team, that's cool. Shut the fuck up, sit your ass down, and we'll see oh, what's going to happen, bro. I ain't had to go petty on a motherfucker in a minute, but I've been seeing you. I saw you on NBA Central. I saw you on Bulls Central. I see you on Bear Central. Come to another one of the motherfucking channels talking that dumb shit, and I'm going to embarrass you in fuck your mama's face. Don't play with me, boy. Don't play I know. With me. <laughs> hey, that's dude. That's that Detroit Lion fan. I remember him now. Uh, <laughs> you know what, I mean? what? What about the end hey. to that? <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. <laughs> Wait, how do I go from that? Hold on. Let me see. Let me gather myself. Hey, um, this is good for Darnell Mooney, though. Let, let me tell. I you. agree. It's great for Darnell Mooney because the last couple of years, who he really have to challenge him uh, as far as teammates that can really ch- challenge him for his position? Nobody. Who are you talking about? Ain't nobody challenging Darnell Mooney for his position. Now, now look at that talent in that wide receiver room. You're going to have to come and perform, brother. You got to come and perform. And I believe that you can, but you got to put it on wax like my nephew say, bro. You got to because there's some young, hungry punks. This kid had nine touch. Tyler Scott I'm talking about. Nine touchdowns in 11 games in college. I know it's college, but he had nine touchdowns in 11 games, 900 yards receiving. He is a speed burst. He is going, if he gets it, he's trying to get to that end zone. Bro, Darnell, you better get on your shit, bro. Chase Claypool, he know he got stuff to do too. So he he competing too. He competing against you too, Darnell Mooney. He he trying to eat out there too, so. I want to, you hear all that talking, you disrespected folks. I'm with you. Let me see. Oh, bro, let me see. <laughs> I'm with you, though. Yeah, no, and I understand why somebody's like, hey, he may not replace me. And I'm not saying he's going to, I'm not saying he's going to come in day one and be like, oh, yeah, Darnell Mooney, sit down and Tyler Scott come nah. in. This is a season long review. You are up for an extension. That means this whole season is an evaluation season. And what do we know about Ryan Poles? It's about value. And if you come to the table, you asking for eight to ten million dollars, and there's a rookie right there that we feel confident in. Guess what? You're not getting the money. 
That's his period. <laughs> that man is stingy. He ain't playing. Right. <laughs> You're not getting the money. Not so. Ryan Pace, bro. He's not going off what he think you can do. You got to have the value. You got to have the results. So I, I agree. I think he has a year to, you know, solidify his spot if he want to get paid. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think I, I, the thing is, I trust Darnell Moody. Like he's he's in the he's right back in the position he was when he had a Rob. Right. This is like he he's in a position to thrive and maybe even a better position because it's also Chase Claypool out there. All these the only one that that, that has a, a, a contract in the next season is DJ Moore. So. Yep. Guess what? We get the benefit because we're going to have two hungry wide receivers in Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney that are going to come out and they're going to try to show and prove why they deserve to be a piece of the Chicago Bears team going forward. But like I said, you just can't overlook. You can't overlook uh, uh, the rookie and Tyler Scott because I tell you what, that quick, especially in the slot. Hey, man, listen, that man, quick. What? And that's what, and that's what got me excited. That's what got me excited about this season because – DJ Moore, when he was with Carolina, they moved him around. Darnell Mooney was somebody you move around. You can add Valus Jones to that. You know what I'm saying? We hoping that he get his, you know, his stuff together and stuff like that. And I know Uncle Love if uh <laughs> this oh, comment by I was just, I was just getting it wrong. I didn't finish your point, but I just <laughs> know Uncle was about to cook on this. I had to put it on the screen. Go ahead. <laughs> Got to put it on the Summer Jam screen. Done, All right, uh, Elvis says this. I hope they yep. draft Marvin Harrison Jr. to go on the other side of DJ Moore. Listen, I'm, I'm not even going. Uh, uh, C Dub, take it away, sir. Bro, um, if the Carolina Panthers is ass, like we think they finna be ass, Darnell Mooney, you better get your shit straight because ain't no way in hell we gonna pass up in this guy if we got a top. What? Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational talent. He will come in and he, oh my goodness. So, <laughs> Darnell, get on your shit, bro. You gotta have the best. This Could we agree this gotta be the best season of Darnell Mooney career or no? If did I take it too far? I would definitely I, I, say I get, it has I to be on par. Maybe yeah, not career yeah. numbers, but it, it can't be like, eh, he had a good five games here, good two games. No, nah, it got to be solid. I ain't saying it has to be career numbers, but it got to be solid. It got to be very convincing. Ain't no yeah. way in the world. I think he's, he's never been on a on a team that has this many weapons in the passing game. And outside Agreed. of just wide receivers, we got two passing tight, two uh, tight ends who can be used in the passing game. Do not overlook Dante Foreman. And uh, Roshan Johnson's ability yep. to be used in the passing game as well. Hopefully, Khalil Herbert comes along in that way as well. So, like, the, the raw numbers, I don't think he has to have the biggest numbers in his career, but yeah. he has to have pro maybe the biggest impact in his career, and that could be a different thing. Ooh. And that's why I want to see. That's why I want to see yeah. what this offense look like, because if you can get this man on jet sweeps or you can get him going up the seam, it could be seen Justin Fields hit passes up the seam to the white rhino. You could definitely get some up the seam to Mooney. You know what I'm saying? It's he got he gonna have great opportunity this year. You said you said Jess Sweets with Darnell Mooney. He did it last year. Yeah, he's done it before. With that quickness, yeah. Okay. Um, I, 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 the, the most touchdowns Darnell Mooney has ever had in his career is four. Does Darnell Mooney match season? or does he exceed that in, in the season? Yeah, four touchdowns in the season. He has what ten total for his career in three years. But does he does he exceed that this upcoming season? I'm gonna go I'm gonna exceed. Say, I'm gonna go exceed because he better. Okay, because <laughs> he better. I think he that he gonna have. I just said that he gonna. Have, I think he gonna have good opportunity. He's gonna be good opportunities, man. So I, I, I got him one. going over. He's gonna have one on one. So every possession, he's not getting any double teams. He's gonna be. Well, we can't say that yet because we don't know Chase Claypool either, bro. Like Chase, keep in mind, Chase Claypool got to perform too, bro. Because like, he do. If, if Chase Claypool does not perform, no, they still gonna be able to double Dardell Moody. 
Oh, you, DJ Moore got to get all. You can't well, yeah, DJ everybody. Moore going to get some attention. Too, <laughs> you can't man. double team everybody. You get DJ yeah, Moore that's out true. there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you can't. For so, real. I think it's going to be good, man. I can't wait for preseason. Oh, white Rhino going to eat. Hey, oh, the white, the, the white. Now, that's a player that I think is going to have his. Uh, I know last year was a breakout in a lot of ways for him, too. But yeah. keep Chase Clay. I mean, uh, Cole Komet is going to probably be the second. I'm saying this. Yo, fuck it. I'm putting on wax. It is what it is. We're having fun today. Cole Komet is going to be the second best tight end in the NFL next season. If the passing game comes along the way that it, that, that it can come it. along. Let's get it, yo. Hey, bro. and he going to tight end university. That's what all the best Which tight ends did last is. year, too. So, yeah. He did last year, too. Yeah. So, he's going to be right there with the best in the league. You know what better. I've seen different from uh, Cole Komet last season? He had more personality. He was celebrating more. He got his little, I ain't seen the little hit, you know, the little uh, home run swing. This dude getting That's confident good. now. You see the one handle, mm-hmm. and then like Rhino coming, bro. He coming, bro. Well, yes, it's, it's good when go. you have a when you have a coaching staff that actually utilizes you correctly too. I think sometimes yep. people forget. Like the, Cole Komet was one of the people who was hurt worse by Nagyitis. It's literally like you would get in the red zone and he'll be like, "Yeah, that tight end that we have there, the the six six tight end that we have with the long arms and big hands." Fuck him. Don't use him. Don't even worry about it. Like, no, no, what the hell are you doing, Nagy, bro? Come on, man. Ask yeah. Madden didn't even give you that play because at least Ask Madden would use the damn tight end, bro. No, no, real. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Something was wrong with Matt Nagy, but hey. Yeah. Ooh, Let's get it, baby. Ring. My goodness. Yeah. What a fuck. There you go. Boy, ain't that something? Didn't he just get a ring? It's Jeez. easy when you can go over there and jump with Andy Reid. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> can I come back? I can't do it. I can't go to the whole team. See, my boy, you've been on one, bro. Ever since the, ever since the, <laughs> you said that you, you said you was gonna see about John Morant, you've been on ten, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Man, I got a lot of pressure from release. My baby just graduated. College That's coming. Up, Let's concentrate. Has she picked the college yet? Yeah, yeah, she will be attending NIU, you guys, the Huskies. So only 45 minutes away, too. So don't don't play. With oh, my you, baby. you shouldn't be happy about that because she's finna come home. She's still gonna come <laughs> home and do laundry. She's gonna come home for meals. You, you, you and the wife gonna be chilling, thinking, hey man, we could just make steak just for us. It's just Y'all me and you. She's gonna knock. be walking in the door. You're gonna be like, damn. <laughs> for real. Auntie gonna have to put an extra cup of Oroco Gondule in that. Wow. <laughs> for real. It ain't gonna be sweet. Oh man, yeah, it's just happy. I'm just feeling real good, man. That's what's hey, up. Hey man, you should be. Congrats, man. Congrats hey, to you, and baby girl, bro. For sure. Thank you. Appreciate uh, all the love. Man, that's what's up. Anything left, fellas, before we get up out of here, bro? Y'all want to go to the comments a little bit? I, I, y'all have been tripping. Ever since I went off, I think they've been tripping a little bit in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> you can go in crazy. Uh, let's see. Fourth Quarter Podcast says, uh, whoever has the better season between Chase and Mooney is getting extended. The other is oh, getting the boot. Oh, that might be a great point. That's a great point right there. Uh, let me ask you this. Is there any way that both of them get it? Do you think it's going to come down to either one of them? Or do you think... There is a way that they can perform. If this wide receiver core comes together, looks amazing, do you think Ryan Poles is going to be willing to pay to keep these three together? Me personally, I think it'll be if if these guys come out and, you know, perform, I think it, it'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody young. You know what I'm saying? They're not old guys. So I would say, hey, let's try to build this thing for the future. Let's try to build it out. 
But if somebody trying to command so much money, because I think, you know, it could be either Claypool or Mooney, they'd be like, hey, I'm worth way more than that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I think Pose is big on you. You should want to be here. I could throw. He already said I could throw as much money at you that you want. But if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. So we're not just going to give you the money. So they got to want to stay here. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm going to say I, I agree with fourth quarter podcast. It's a good point. And I'm going to say that uh, Chase Claypool has the, you know, he he has the biggest leeway. Like, he, I think he'll be here uh, next season regardless. Mooney is the only one on the chopping block. And I'm not just trying to pick pick on him and shit, but I think he's the one they're looking at. You do have the Marvin Harrison Jr. formula for next season. That You know, you know who knows how Carolina end up. And you have the young kids behind him. I just like his different profile as a receiver opposed to the rest. And I okay. think they'll want to keep him. That makes sense. Okay. A big goal. So, yeah, go ahead. The, chemi- the chemistry with Justin Fields, how much do you think that plays into it as well? Oh, but how much chemistry do you have when you – I understand the offensive line. The offensive line was bad last year. But the but the the numbers, I think he could be a bit better with the numbers, with the touchdowns, with the receptions, with the yards gained from Simmons, break some tackles or something. You know, I'm, I, I think it's just mid. We need to see something more than regular. I need something more than regular for Mooney. Can can I get that? I think me? I think the chemistry honestly it favors Mooney more because he has okay. more he had more time with Justin Fields. Sure, we heard yeah. it. And, and last year and last year we heard about OTAs mini camp training camp that they spent a lot of time with each other. So I kind of believe that that will favor Mooney a bit more. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I mean, of course. It's hard to judge Chase Claypool because he just he yeah. wasn't integrated into the offense or anything. So we really got to see that. But like at least just coming in with, with the information we have right now, I do think that that chemistry, like him and Justin Fields, literally spend the whole offseason working out together. Basically, not yes. much much this season because Mooney's still been hurt. But like it, it, so I think that 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 goes that has to be it has to factor in somewhat. Right now, again, Ryan Poles could look at it and be like, "Hey, you got chemistry? Well, you could build chemistry with the next person I bring in too as well." Justin, don't worry about it. Ryan Poles could absolutely look at it like that. So I'm not saying that he can't, but like at least coming in, I think that that ha- that has to at least tip him in favor of getting that extension at least right now. Now, if it comes down to on the field, you got to go with whoever performs. I think so. Yep. Agreed. It's gonna be interesting Agreed. to watch. It's interesting to watch because you know he he feeling the pressure because he came out talking all that shit like he gonna disrespect people. So he definitely feeling like he gotta perform. So we are gonna see what he does. I, we are gonna see the best out of Mooney. We are gonna see the for best. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Angel uh, says looking good in OTAs is easy, but getting jammed at the line of scrimmage is another story. And doesn't it usually take wide receiver two years to grasp a system? That's a fair point. I will say uh, you don't like. For example, we heard nothing about Vegas Jones in OTAs last year other than he was fast. So you, you don't always hear a lot of glowing things coming out of OTAs. But do you guys think that with Tyler Scott, like, does that, that do they get – he's going to have that buffer anyway. They drafted him for a reason. But do you right. think he's going to be able to make an impact right away? If he does, do you think it's more on special teams right away? Do you think he's going to be able to be make it make an impact on the, on the offense? What do you guys think as far as that with Tyler Scott? I don't. I really don't think he's gonna early in the season. I don't think he's gonna get a lot of opportunities. He will get some opportunities. He's gonna have to make the most of those opportunities, i.e., Jack Sanborn. Uh, and I think he will do so. He will. He will come in and do his best to perform and, and make splash plays to get recognized by the coaching staff. So, I not s- way he's not gonna get a lot of opportunities. 
I would second that, but I think most of this opportunity early on will come in special teams. But I do think that what, I'm gonna agree with Unc with that when he does get those opportunities offensively, because I don't think that you could just you know sit around and allow a guy allow a guy with that speed and that kind of talent to just sit on the sideline and be a kick returner, punt returner. He will have the uh, the same opportunities that they gave Vegas Jones. He just got to make the most of it. Hold on to the football and catch the damn football, and then you can see yourself on the field a little bit more. That's a fact. I mean, and and to be fair, Tyler Scott does have some issues with drops yep. himself, so. Yeah. I mean, you got to come in and prove. Like I don't like I said before. Like y'all, uh, ve- seeing Velius and Tyler Scott to Tiana Trump's house, she'll teach them the grip. Bro. They'll, never <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll never drop anything again in life, bro. Never drop anything again. In life. Hey, bro, she got that grip. She got that grip. Grip. Can we have more episodes with all you guys, Chicago dudes talking Chicago sports? You know what? I mean, yes, during the season, but I will say this. I'm not I'm not even going to hold you guys. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys talk on this one for real, too. Like, the balance between all three of us, we need to find a way to get more. I know during the week it's hard with the daily episodes because we all work our different schedules, and that's kind of why I've taken the head there. But I do think going into the season next year, we need to find a way to get more all three of us on more episodes. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Absolutely. We're gonna make that happen. It gotta happen. Y'all love us. We got y'all gotta see us all together. So we <laughs> we ain't nothing without y'all. So what? We finna listen to y'all. We're gonna make it happen. Shout out to That's Brittany good. Jones. Oh, bro. On the real. Definitely, definitely can work that in for sure. The jet uh, the general says, uh, I think Ryan Poles will not pay both. If they both ball out, one will be traded for some draft ca- capital or an edge. Well, I mean, they're both, if I'm not mistaken, they're both free agents at the end of this year, right? Mm-hmm. So right. we wouldn't be able to trade them. So it's either you, you right. sign both of them or you trade one at midseason. So do yep. you think that we could see a midseason trade, even if they both ball out to take advantage of the of, of the, the, the positive vibes around them? What do you guys think about that? That is an absolute great statement, Drip. Great question. And I think uh, my nephew asked that question on a mailbag, and I was like, "That that could happen. It is a very po- very good possibility that that can happen if things ain't working out." Hey, Amen. I told you, you ain't one of his. I ain't gonna say his name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. You ain't one of his. <laughs> so you know how basically what C Dubs is saying. He could have never had a stepchild because like, <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I but well, I'll take that back. See, that was an amazing file. I didn't even know, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was just gonna say, man, if if these guys got it going, if this wide receiver got it going early on in the season, yes, you cannot screw that up by trading no. one of them away. You gotta no. let them build on that. And it might, I mean, you gotta just make the decisions at the end of the season. Cause if they coming in, they got the offense looking great. Because we saying at the end of the season last year, even though they was losing, they was get putting up 30 points. So this team putting up 30 points, but now getting wins with those 30 points. I don't think you messed that up. You let that continuity build and you ride the wave. Yeah. I, and the thing is, is that it's not like the Bears are strapped for cap. Like we are going to I think we're projected to to have either the third or fourth most cap space next offseason as well. So that is the Bears crazy. have the money. And so if they both perform, I like I don't know what level it would have to be, but I do unless unless the Panthers do just suck and we're gonna have a top three pick from the Panthers <laughs> and they think they can get Marvin Harrison Jr. If they do, both do ball out, I think that I think there's probably more likely than not we're gonna run it back. I mean, because you gotta look at it. we're not spending money anywhere else on the wide receivers. Almost everyone yep. else Equinomi St. Brown isn't getting paid a lot, right? Nope. Dante Pettis ain't getting paid shit. Tyler Scott's Hell. a rookie. So like 
if if all three of these wide receivers perform and we're winning on top of that, why would you give up that continuity for a team that's still trying to build and, that that culture and, and that winning? And to add one more thing, uh, Hayes, DJ Moore. As the years yeah. goes on, he gets less money, <laughs> so you yeah. add more money to the cap that's, room. So finesse, <laughs> gonna finesse <laughs> what Ryan Poe is finessing. Can I ask this question? And well, I want, I want the, the, the Panthers two. gave him that deal, so it wasn't even Ryan Poe. Mm -hmm. It was the Panthers GM that finessed. And they they signed him to that Nikola Mir. I mean that uh, uh Nikola Vucevic contract, where it's declining every single year. <laughs> no, no, really. Yes, yes. Um, let me ask this question, and I want you guys, uh, Hayes and Bobby, and I want the chat. Y'all want to answer me yes and no too. Say these two guys perform well throughout the whole season. We go to the playoffs. Everything's great, but Carolina Panthers are trash. Mm -hmm. And Marvin Harris is sitting there. Are we taking Marvin Harris? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Darnell, Mooney, Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool could both have 13,000 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if Marvin Harrison is sitting there and the Bears have the pick, no, no, here, I'll, let me be realistic. Because I could absolutely see Ryan Pohl saying, hey, y'all see this, this wide receiver right here with our pick? Somebody give me two more first. Yeah, I can absolutely Ooh, see Ryan Pohl. And flipping. And flipping. I've got a lot of yeses. Yes, yes. I feel y'all. Hey, you never know, though. This man might say, eh, we good on wide receiver. Hey, what y'all want to do to move up on the real and flip some Ooh. more stuff? That man Bro, a beast. Ryan Poe's got to have drug dealers in his family, bro. Pretty motherfucker, I ain't never like you anyway. <laughs> bro, I watched New Jack City for probably the first time in 10 years a couple bro. of weeks ago, bro. <laughs> Me and my man. oldest son were watching it, bro. And I was just like, hey, man, I forgot how unintentionally or intentionally funny. Like some of the scenes for where the real, shit's bro. supposed to be serious is fucking funny. hilarious, bro. Yes, it is, yes. bro. <laughs> Yeah, it hit every time I watch it, bro. I don't care. I love it. It's a classic. <laughs> the general came through with the super chat. Shout out to the general. We appreciate you, Brandon. Shout out to the bro. general. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, my guy. Oh, the last one before we go. We're gonna get up out of here after this. Nick Bosa is a free agent next year. We need help. At do you think Ryan Poles can finesse it? Do you think we're do you with the where the 49ers are, right? Keep in mind, they they're they quarterback situation is all up and down, huh? I said they and they got a lot of money on the books already yeah, they, yeah. on other positions. It, that's we're looking way ahead, man. I and mean, we know Ryan Pose doesn't like to spend a lot of money if he doesn't have to. But I'm Nick Bosa is one of those players that would absolutely be worth dropping yes. the brink trunk in front of his house and just being like, all right, we'll see you in Chicago. In yeah, June. come on, Brody. I think, <laughs> man, if if some some way, somehow, hey, we'd be like, here go y'all first round pick or whatever, but he is a free agent. But man, you gotta pay that, and that that is that's gonna be online with us getting Khalil Mack that year. Boy, I lost yeah. my mind when we got Khalil Mack. Yeah, yeah but but bro, uh, uh, Justin got to get paid before we start looking at people like this. Oh, he, but Justin's gonna get his money regardless. Like, make money. no no make okay. no mistake about it. Justin is getting his matter of fact. I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Poles is looking at the future cap and be like, just go ahead and take eighteen million off that, and then we'll no, work on that yeah. number. Because no, like, bro, it, it, he's Justin's getting his money. He's getting okay. his money. Okay. Ooh, this gonna cost a lot. That dude is a talent right there. That's Bosa, talent. bro. I tell you what, bro, I, I, the live stream that we're gonna have, if it's announced that the Chicago Bears have signed Nick Bosa, don't worry about it. I'm gonna have my yak with me. I'm not gonna have my shirt on. It's just gonna be a chain and a hat. Don't even worry about it. That's all I'm gonna have on, bro. And, and y'all saying we don't lose any of those young players. 
We don't lose none of those two big twins they in the just middle. Pay we don't money. use none yeah, of them. We just got to pay that. money. We're not Ooh. trading. Yeah, bro. Ooh, could wait. you imagine a a defensive line with Javon Dexter, Ooh, Walker that. on the other side, Nick Bosa? Come on, bro. Get up out of here. Yeah. Come on, G-code, man. That That's linebackers, G-code. them linebackers back there, Eddie and and. Everywhere well, ain't nobody been talking about Jaquan because Jaquan just he just been solid ever since he stepped on the, in the Chicago Bears uniform. He gonna have a terrific season, Jaquan Brisker. Let's not forget about him, bro. Oh yeah, Jaquan Brisker bought the mm-hmm. ball out, bro. Like he especially with what ball. we've added, what we've added. And listen, Rick, y'all know Ricky's my brother, first of all. But this is this is why Ricky got it. Got to sometimes sit down. Justin Fields has one year left on his contract after this, bro. So no, there, bro, there's extensions coming up. We don't have three more years left. Bro. This ain't the NBA. Stop smoking that stuff. Oh, uh, but go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> I was just gonna say, man, hey, that's some wishful thinking right there. Whew, but man, it'll be great. Uh, and, great. and shout out to the defensive lineman boy, that boy Billings. He a big bowling ball. What oh, you call bro. old gun Joby? What you call hey. old gun Joby? Boy, look oh, at God, hey, bro, Billings is another one of those people. If I, if he was walking towards me, I'm shooting you. We're not fighting. I'm not even. I, don't worry about it. I don't gotta look tough. I'm shooting your kneecaps out, and I'm walking off. That's it, bro. Like that, like that dude's ridiculous. There's humans should not be that big, bro. Like I yeah, firmly believe crazy. that there's some humans that should not be that big. I saw Shaq live and in person one time, and I believed in giants after that, bro. Oh, really? <laughs> that man, bro, that'd be crazy, though. But shout out to them, man. I can't wait to see him play. Can't oh, wait yes. to see him play. Elvis said, get rid of Jalen Johnson. Let's give him a chance, though, Elvis. Let's get, I want to give him a chance. And, and that's coming from C-Dub, so. That's, I want to give him a chance. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. C-Dub be ready, like, like, wait, did you cough too much? Get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> be ready to drop people off, bro. Like, you got to The coach is changing, bro. We need players that's going to come out here and produce on this field. You know, not just be in the right spot at the right time. Oh, man, I guarded my man. He dropped the pass. I dropped the pass. Make a play. Get an interception. Force a fumble. Uh, stop. Make a stop on third down. Don't get burned by, by uh, second wide receivers. Don't get burned by third wide receivers. Uh, uh, don't be in the wrong spot in the zone defense. This is all things he did last year. He supposed to have been y'all locked down quarterback. I want to see a locked down cornerback. <laughs> hey, what, what, once Uncle looks at somebody, be like, I'm not impressed. You got to do some shit. You got you to gotta, you gotta come out here and, and play on Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, will, I will also say, though, let's give Uncle also his credit because if you do impress him, he'll be the first one to be bro, like, All right, man, man, he own you. He love I'm you, bro. Oh, Jack. So that's that's what's up, man. I, I love you guys, man. Uh, last question before we go: Who who forces this thought because of of C Dub's rant? Who on the Bears defense forces the most turnovers next season? Tyreek Stevenson. Oh, I think I think I think he finna get picked on like Kyler Gordon. And I'm gonna just say this: I said it in the mail back. I'm gonna say it again for those who missed it. Yeah. Last year, OTAs. Who did we hear shining? Braxton Jones, he got his opportunity. He solidified his spot. This year, we're hearing at OTAs. Tariq Stevenson, Tariq Stevenson, Tariq Stevenson. I think this guy, he going to hit the ground running. It's going to be some pains, but I think he, you know, I think they coach him up well, and I think he creates the most turnovers. Yeah, you're right about that. I like that, nephew, because they almost had Kyler Gordon balling up in the beginning of the season. He was almost balled the fuck up. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I mean, but you but, pick on Rickies. That's what you do. You pick on <laughs> You book on, but damn, that was a little overly did it. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Eddie Jackson. 
I'm going with Eddie Jackson. Eddie nice Jackson going to be able to He was on pace and, before yeah, he got he hurt was, last season. He's going to be a ball hawk like he always been this season, and he's going to go nuts. He's going to go nuts. Eddie yeah. Jackson. I mean, plus his hairline's going back too, so he got to come. Back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, I've been roasting people all day. Let's get up out of here, bro. I love you guys, man. Uh, any parting words, uh, fellas, before we go? If not, Bobby, send us out, brother. I was just gonna oh, yeah. say, Hayes, you ain't give us who was your gonna be the, the leader for the turnovers. Oh, I didn't. Um, I'm going Tremaine Edmonds. Um, that's I ain't fair. mad at that. I ain't mad. Hey, the big guy in the middle. Let's he go. Gonna be around every play. Every play, yeah. he's gonna be around. They play the yeah. cover too. He's gonna be in a he's gonna be in the um he's gonna be out there with the defensive backs. He's gonna be in there in the running game. He can make a he got a lot of opportunity to make plays. So Absolutely. that's a good, that's a good pick. Right? Oh, sure. and just 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 as not not to have the most, but Javon Dexter's forcing two fumbles this year. Let's I mean, go. I ain't mad at that. Let's go. Not at all. <laughs> Let's go. That kid. Not at all. I think he was born that size. That boy big as hell. <laughs> he talking about born that size. And I went, you know what I how I told you about football players with no neck. They just mean they different. Yeah, Javon Dexter yes. got no neck. So be on the lookout, bro. I'm telling you, they, built, they, they, they literally built different. But go ahead. Bro. I got wait, one more, one more. Two fights for Darnell Wright. He's gonna have two fights this year. Fights? He just mean fights on the field. Oh, he's gonna, uh, he gonna get that personal fouls. <laughs> right Donnell Wright gonna be bullying people this year. That's funny, bro. That's <laughs> hilarious. Man. I ain't mad. All right, at Bobby, it. send us off, bro. I was just gonna say, hey man, y'all make sure y'all enjoy this Sunday. Kick your feet up, relax, and then y'all already know you want more for me and Unc. Hit us up on Shy Boys Podcast and all the Central Family. Make sure y'all like and subscribe to all the channels. We got some for a little bit of everybody. And y'all already know, hit my man's Hayes up on all social media platforms at CEO Hayes. Let's get it. I also will be at Diedrich's mama's house eating. Uh, <laughs> she'll be making me a plate. Y'all make sure y'all look out for that. Uh, otherwise, you guys can follow us collectively at Shotberry Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, <sighs> comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Last you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears lady, y'all. We out. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.